Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. In a world that seems to encourage disconnection, it is a radical act to become connected, to prioritize connection, and to embrace empathy for others. But how do we have the courage to do that? How do we have the courage to connect, to be vulnerable, to express, to move through big emotions, being a sensitive being in this human body? How do we find the courage to do that? And then once we find the courage to do that, where do we find ourselves able to teach others, help others through our own bravery? And I am so excited to dive into this today. I don't even know where this conversation will lead us truly because I feel like it's just it's just up to this very moment. It's up to this present moment what comes through. But I'm just so excited because this is somebody, I don't think she even knows this, but I've been wanting to have her on my podcast for like a couple years now, but just took the opportunity to shoot my shot when the moment came available and when it felt right and when we could connect in person because I feel like it's so, I really love connecting in person. It feels so good. And I'm so excited for you to meet her today. Maybe some of you know Allie, but Allie Michelle is an incredible creative writer, poet, spiritual being, bringing through messages. She is a channel. Literally, she is a channel. I see it so clearly in her work and I cannot wait for you guys to meet her because just her genuine softness is something that you know, we were just kind of going over how just like I'm an Aries, she's a Pisces, like Pisces, I have that fire energy, but I crave that authentic softness in my life. And I think when I see that in you, when I see that in her, it just encourages me to do the same and to embrace those parts of myself. So I'm so excited to strip down and dive in with the Skinny Dipping fam today. Skinny Dipping fam, welcome on the beautiful, the talented, the ethereal Ali Michelle welcome hi hi thank you so much for having me i'm so excited i'm so excited do you do podcasts often um i do whenever a book comes out but it's been almost two years since i've done one so wow yeah and do you have something coming out soon I do. I have my fantasy book coming out in February. So I asked you, okay, what's coming up for you recently? What could be a theme that we could talk about? I always love to ask my guests, like, what is coming up for you? Because I think that helps guide the conversation. You said in your voice memo that fiction is the most powerful way to teach us empathy for others. Can you 
dive into that a little bit because when you said that, I literally felt like full chills up my entire body. You are releasing a fiction book. Is this your first fiction book? Yes. Oh, gosh. That's so exciting. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Can you dive more into that and kind of explain what you meant by that? As someone who's experienced FOMO my entire life, books are the one way that I felt like I've gotten to live a thousand lives in one. I've gotten to go to Hogwarts with Harry and solve impossible math problems and ride dragons and, you know, experience all these different kinds of lives. But it's it's much deeper than going on adventures um, or experiencing romance. It's like these character struggles are my struggles. And especially good writing draws you in through the nervous system where Mm. you can smell and taste and touch everything that you're reading, which means your body doesn't really know the difference. Same with acting, you know. And so it grows your capacity for empathy because you are literally climbing inside of a person's perspective and experiencing what they're experiencing. And so I think it's one of the greatest tools for bringing more humanity into the world. Yeah, is that the point of empathy? Like, I think there's a lot of fear around empathy because with empathy comes pain. What is What do you feel like is the purpose of having empathy? That's a really good question. I think we're a lot more connected than we realize, mm-hmm. you know, and we talk about this all the time. We look at this in subconscious work. It's kind of like the web that has no weaver, which is actually one of my favorite books in Chinese medicine. We're all part of this invisible web. Mm. But one of the greatest pains in the world right now is disconnection, disconnection from ourselves, from each other. You know, one of the lines in my book is it was a terrifying time to be alive. Everyone was so scared of each other. They kept us isolated from nature, from each other. And that was huge during the pandemic, especially we're all stuck inside. And so anything that feels like this hand reaching out and saying, I'm here, I'm with you. That's what's needed most. And books do that. Like, I think fantasy books are some of the greatest pain management there is. I have Mm. a friend and she's frequently sick all the time in and out of hospitals And I turned her on to fantasy books and she's like, you have no idea what a lifeline this has been. And so when the weight of this world becomes too much, it's nice to enter into a different one that provides us what we need most, which is hope. Hey guys, it's Kayla. I want to give this information to you in the shortest amount of time. So one, two, three, ready? Let's hit it. So grateful for you guys. If you are new to the podcast or if you're not subscribed yet, take a second, hit the subscribe button because it just helps so much to expand the community and... This is something I really want to talk to you guys about. So if you feel like you are called to start a podcast and you see this and you're like, oh my God, I feel called to do that. That was planted in your heart for a reason. Or if you have a podcast already and you feel stuck with it and you want to expand and make it a full-time job, we are doing podcast camp. All the information is going to be below and I really would love to see you in podcast camp it's going to be online it's going to be three days all the information is below it's going to be in February so check it out if you feel called to that the third thing on our agenda to talk about before we get back to the episode is that I just released three amazing pieces of content today on the soul in progress community which I'm so grateful for the community, guys. It is just growing and growing and expanding, and the people in it are so amazing, just like you. Like, you would fit in so perfectly to the Soul in Progress community. Today, I released a mini episode, a 10-minute mini episode that talked about the three realizations that I've been having over the winter in this dark night of the soul that I've been having. 
I released a 15-minute morning routine that has movement, meditation, breath work, and it's all to the soundtrack of Mamma Mia. I just love those. And finally, last but certainly not least, there is the video episode for this episode with Ali. The video component is on the Soul in Progress community. Everything that I just talked about will be below, but let's get back to the episode. Let's get back to the good stuff. Love you guys. Mm, I love that. And even though some people might see it as an escape, which it definitely can be, it's almost like you're saying this is a portal. This is our entrance actually for deeper connection and deeper understanding. Because yeah, when I read a book, it's like almost like you're disconnected enough to see things in a bigger picture, but attached enough to empathize through all of it does that make sense like it's almost like with our people in our everyday life sometimes there can be that difficulty to truly understand them like especially people who are closest to us who trigger us the most like our parents our partner and it's almost like by having this other world this other person that is real real that is real it allows us to transmute that understanding that compassion that empathy into our personal life I definitely found that I wasn't a reader growing up so I don't relate to that but when I started my mental health and spiritual journey I fell in love with reading and now I've probably read 50 books in the last like five years like I just fell in love with audiobooks that was a big thing for me personally because I drove a lot and I loved to listen but I definitely found that through understanding other people's perspectives, I actually began to apply it in my own life. Did you notice that for yourself? Absolutely. I mean, I I noticed, for example, one of my favorite series is called Throne of Glass, and it's by Sarah J. Moss. Um, and when I was younger, I didn't feel like I was very strong or had a voice. And I was reading about this very flawed and fabulous and fiery female lead. And there aren't there weren't many at that time. You know, you had Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, but besides Katniss Everdeen, there wasn't really a female hero to look up to. And so reading about this woman who was so strong and had such a sense of self and will, it allowed me to take on those qualities and be like, oh, this is what this feels like. Mm. What do you really want to say? Like, what do you really want people to understand? Does that make sense? Like, if you could, like, when you're thinking about all these things, when it comes to empathy and connection like what messages were coming through you when you were writing or even now like what does that make sense I I never have asked that question before but I just want to say like what do you want to say that's such a random question I'm sorry like I know that's like so straightforward but I've never really asked that but I just feel like I don't want to ask you what I want to hear I want to hear what you want to say yeah I wrote this book and I thought of my future daughter when I wrote it, and I imagined reading it to her every night. Wow. And I kind of have had this fear of dying early, to be honest. And so I was like, what if that was it? What if that was what I left behind? Mm-hmm. And that was all she had. You know, I thought, okay, I want to write a blueprint for her so that she can go back and read this story and find little nuggets. So it's not just a fantasy story. It has all of the wisdom that I feel like I've learned so far, whether that's you know, in learning to trust myself or overcome great challenges or embrace, you know, both my lightness and my darkness or, you know, mm. falling in love, how to survive that roller coaster, all of it's in there. So it is kind of, yeah, it's the blueprint that I would leave behind. 
wow. I care for. Yeah. The blueprint. I love that you said that. And it's like navigating everything, which is what is so cool about fiction books, about about storytelling, is that it can encapsulate everything around the human experience where maybe like a self-help book would just kind of... It preaches at you. Preaches. Exactly. It's very saturated. Everyone's like, find your purpose, be happy. Find your purpose, be happy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Follow your passion. And and I just, it doesn't land. But a story is an invitation for you to climb inside of someone else's perspective and take what you want from it. And it leaves room for understanding where I feel like the self-help archetype in that preaching definitely makes people think, something's wrong with them also yeah. like that there's something a project to be fixed or something's broken and it's just like I love that you said an invitation that word that's the word right there because when you invite people in that's why I also love storytelling when it comes to hearing about other people's real life experiences because inviting people into that story into that knowing helps them learn about themselves in a way that can only come through self-realization. I think somebody can tell you something over and over again and they can give you all the tools and they can give you all the skills, but if you don't self-realize and you don't truly understand like within you, then it's not gonna like click. But in that invitation, it gives people the opportunity to choose that they want that and 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 work with the story in the way that they want to and almost unintentionally because then there's not this pressure around, oh, I'm going to read this and then it's going to change my life. Like like you said, it's oversaturated. Honestly, I have been cleaning out my fucking social media feed because I'm just tired of seeing the same thing over and over again. All I want to see is art. (laughs) I want to be inspired. I want to be connected. And I think through the lens of art, that's how we do that. And your art is storytelling. It is. And and that comes from my dad. Like when I was a little girl, he worked so much. He was in the Middle East three weeks out of the month. And then when he was home, he would leave at 6am and come back at 8pm. And so our one time together was at night when he would tell me stories. And I told him he had to make up a new one every single night. He couldn't read me from a book. Like it had to be original IP. So he'd be stressed out in his office working on patients like, oh, my God, what am I going to tell her tonight? And of course, my demanding child mind is like, of course, this is normal. And so he told me the adventures of these kids in crystal caves. And for years, this went on. And that's why I dedicated the book to him, because my love of fairy tales and storytelling comes from him. Like the man can tell a three hour story and you will be just as engaged. Your back will hurt by the end of it, but you will be absolutely (laughs) raptured by the story. Wow. And like, what an amazing influence that is, honestly, and like how you've transmuted that storytelling is so brilliant it's so brilliant what do you want people to understand about the storytelling aspect do you feel like everyone's a storyteller or do you feel like some of us are more like called to that path I mean your life is the greatest story you'll ever write everyone's a storyteller it's Mm. just how much they use that muscle in this book it was very important to me not to have one-dimensional characters of you know you look at the hero's journey and it's a very well-used like I use that you know structure but There's the villain, the sage, the hero, the goofy best friend, the this, the that. (laughs) Yeah. 
And I wanted to make them three-dimensional people. Mm -hmm. I wanted my main character to be really flawed and to have some of my insecurities and my own shadow tendencies and, you know, the villain to also have some good in him and to feel that inner struggle of like, I want to do good, but I'm just choosing not to. I can't, you know, and Mm. because that's so human. Yes. The opening of a book is um, make me neither a hero nor a villain. Both live within all of us. Wow. No, and it's so true. Like, we are also multidimensional and multifaceted. Like, I've been really thinking about identities lately. And it's interesting because I feel like identity and storytelling kind of go hand in hand because we look at these characters and we give them, you know, our identities. But the truth is they're not one thing. They're a million things. They are their past experiences. And there's and they are so much more than that one identity that we give them. So I love that. What did you realize about yourself like in the process of writing this? Is it like done? Like, is it ready? It actually just went available for pre-order today. Ah! Funny story really quickly. <gasps> so we had to move this because I had a dental appointment in the morning. Okay. I'm in the dental chair and they're about to like make it go back you know how it's like the torture chair and you're staring at fluorescent (laughs) lights and you're like and I just heard my phone buzz and I checked my email and my publisher said it's available for pre-order and I just burst into tears they're like are you afraid of the dentist are you okay I'm like no my dreams are just coming true (laughs) wait you're like wait no I'm not crying because the dentist I'm crying because literally my dreams are coming true this is what I've wanted so that happened this morning that is like so amazing and how beautiful. Literally, congratulations. Thank like, you. I just want to have like a high key snaps moment for you Thank to celebrate you. you because I feel like sometimes we do all those things and then we forget to like celebrate ourselves. Yeah. You know? So I feel like to sit, also, I just got crazy deja vu. Not the timelines merging. <laughs> like, I love when that happens. <laughs> I know. It's always like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. It's always like a split second, too. It's not like one one moment, but. That's literally amazing. I can't believe like I get to like share this with you right now. I'm yeah. congratulations. Like that's so it's so exciting to see something that you dreamed about, something that you put time into, something that is literally like your baby. Like it's your offspring. <laughs> you created it coming to life and being put out in the world. Like how do you find the bravery to do that? Cuz I think there's going to be people listening to this and they're going to be feeling like I want that too. Like, I want to create. I want to write. I want to share. I want to express. I want to alchemize. And then they're just like, fuck, but I'm so scared. What would you say if someone, like, came to you and was like, girl, can I get some advice? Just keep going. You know, this was my Mount Everest, and it took four years, and it took two years of writing it, then scrapping scrapping the entire book and starting over mm. and then finishing Whoa. that and then getting rejected by publishers for another year. And it was hard. And no one was going to believe in it other than me. I got this comment the other day and it completely blew my mind. I am so grateful that everybody is loving Open the App as much as I have for the last year. Somebody said in my community on the Soul in Progress app, Kaylee said, I can't thank you enough, Kayla Rose, for sharing Open's nervous system reset. I'm on my 10-day streak and I have been absolutely loving this routine every morning and every night. And if you want the easiest, most efficient, most accessible way to do meditation and breath work and yoga, Pilates, sound baths daily, 
open is the best app for you there's so many classes they also have an amazing studio in LA and I use them pretty much every day for my breath work and meditation I am absolutely obsessed with anything that Manoj does he is one of the founders I'm absolutely obsessed with his voice on meditation it completely drops me in so if you want to try 30 days for free because why not it's free you can go to withopen.com slash skinny dipping or the link is going to be below with open.com slash skinny dipping to get 30 days for free. It's free. So might as well just check it out because it is so worth it. Because yeah. no one was going to say, you know, writing a fairy tale seems like a great career move. You should for sure do that. Um, <laughs> I was, Which like, I love. Yeah. Can we just always choose what doesn't seem quote unquote realistic? Like, yeah. can we just like if our if our response of our limiting beliefs is, oh, don't do that. That's not realistic. That's too scary. Can we just do the opposite of that 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 was kind of the goal is like the story would not go away I dreamt of it you know it, those characters I could hear them in my head like it, it would not leave me and so I knew I was like I Whoa. have to do this no matter what even if it flops even if it tanks and it's hard because a lot of the publishers were like we can't categorize this you know it's spiritual mm. and it has wisdom but it's also a fairy tale but also kind of dystopian and so that was part of why it was so hard to sell it is they couldn't have like a simple log line and so you're like, it's multifaceted, babe. It's multifaceted. <laughs> but that's what's so funny to me is how much we want to package things up mm -hmm. and easily sell them. And so I wrote the story I wanted to write and the one that felt really honest to me. And I wrote it for my daughter. And that was my intention. And some books can be written for marketing and career purposes. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. But when it came to this, like I had to separate the commercial industry from the work. Mm. My job is the work. And after that, it's really out of my hands because the industry is a lottery system and you have to keep showing up every day and buying your ticket. Like mm. with poetry, there are way better poets than me that go unseen simply because they didn't get a winning lottery ticket that day. Mm. And that's why I say, keep going, like keep showing up, keep getting a ticket because one day you'll have your moment, whatever that is. Yeah. And I think people see somebody with success and they're like, oh my God, it happened overnight. And it's like, uh-uh, this has been like, I've been showing up every single day for literally years or sometimes like our whole life, like moving towards our dreams, moving towards our goals and even though from the outside it looks like that it's like no it's like the consistency of showing up and also I just want to say like obviously I haven't read the book but what you're saying about it I'm just like there's no doubt in my mind that it's just gonna be fucking amazing because I think people are genuinely sick and tired of things fitting in the box of things being labeled of things needing to be a certain way or having art be created for commercialism I think I don't know I feel like I personally in the last like six months like I said have had to clear out who I'm subscribing to like in my energy field and just who I'm listening to or who who I'm reading because I'm just like I'm kind of I'm just sick and tired of it. I want something that is so unique because only you could come up with it. That is magic. Yeah, and I think what's most moving is when you can feel the artist was really moved by their own work. Mm, yeah. Because you can feel it as a reader. It's all there, how much they enjoyed it. You know, if they're following tropes, you could feel all of it. It's very, it's like a podcast. You know, you can see every little micro expression. Mm. You can feel the artist in their work. 
No, I literally love that. And what did you like learn about yourself through the process? I know I asked that earlier, but I think yeah, I, got... I didn't answer. We it. went I on said... a little tangent. I'm like I went the... on a dentist tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the queen of tangents, honestly. Like, and I love it. My my thing is normalize not getting to a point. Like that's what I talk about in my community because we'll have um we'll have like group conversations and someone will start talking and then they'll completely like lose their train of thought and then I can see that maybe they'll get like a little embarrassed or a little like oh shit I forgot what I was gonna say and I'm just like normalize not getting to a point like you can just express to express and in that we all learn something and you don't have to it doesn't have to be this little package I'm gonna say this and then here's my intro here's what I want to say and here's my summary like normalize not getting to a point like you can like I don't know I just feel like that is so much more beautiful and creates the most beautiful conversations and expressions rather than being like I need to summarize what I'm saying because I was taught in school this is how I write an essay you know what I mean so I love tangents for that reason me on a tangent about tangents no it's it's important and that's one intention I have with this round of podcasts is to not try to sound wise or offer some sort of deep package I'm so (laughs) over that like I look at old interviews of myself and I'm cringing I'm like you are not a bumper sticker you are a human being just speak like a human being yes call it a day wait I literally love that and that's like the I I also don't really love when people come on they're like I also just hate asking people like the questions that they hear always like as a as an interviewer as my art like I'm like the last thing I want to do is ask the questions everyone else is asking like I want to ask what I would want to know yeah, and that comes script. Yeah, no script. Throw out the script. Throw the script. Throw it in the trash. I love that I still haven't answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is kind of a classic question too. But the reason why I want to know that is because I feel like you can tell so much about the art through the process. Yeah, like the process reflects the art. The art reflects the process. It's all like a. Whoa. I learned that I have a really unshakable discipline and Mm. will that I never found in myself before because I never loved anything enough to struggle through it. Um, I've always been a bit more on the airy-fairy, like, I'll just follow my heart wherever it goes (laughs) in whatever nonsensical direction. (laughs) And with this, you know, again, there was no validation. I was not getting a paycheck. I was not getting Instagram likes. Everyone was looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? This makes no sense. This isn't even categorizable. Um, and so for me to spend an average of four to eight hours a day writing this thing was really nonsensical. You the only person believing in it, but you're like, I'm committed. I'm showing up every single day because it's not even, I I need to change it from discipline. It's like, I was devoted to this thing. I was devoted devoted to these characters and this story. And I felt like I owed it to them because they chose me to bring them into the world as wild as that sounds like. My dream chose me. Yes. And I have to give everything I have over to that. Yes. Have you read Big Magic? Yeah. I love that. So my favorite part about Big Magic was the part where she said that she has this idea, this story is channeling through her, and then the other author, they meet up. Do you remember the story? The other author and her oh, and meet- she was mad about- that they had the same story or something? Not even that she was mad. At first she was mad, but then she realized they met the other girl- literally six months later they meet up again and she was writing a very similar story 
but they looked at the time that she dropped the idea and the other girl picked the idea up and it was like the exact same week when she stopped writing it and the other girl started writing it and that made me realize that our ideas choose us because they want to be manifested into this physical realm this story wants to be told by you (laughs) and it chose you and now I never fucking disregard the ideas that choose me because Mm. I'm like what a privilege that they chose me that they saw me as worthy to alchemize and create this idea in this physical earth dimension as human like how cool is that and that story in big magic made me realize like if I don't do it the story is gonna choose somebody else and like this is my story to tell or this is my art to create you know and that's why my notes app is just full of millions of downloads and ideas and channelings because I'm just like I don't want to disrespect those ideas because it I, I, I'm the vet, like, I'm the vessel for it, just as you are the vessel for bringing the story to life. It's crazy that you said the characters wouldn't leave you alone, almost. Like, you kept hearing them. And that's not exactly what you said, not to put words in your mouth, but you were saying, like, it, you couldn't, it wouldn't leave your head, the story. And it's just, like, because it wanted to be created by you so badly. And, like, how cool is that? It was the coolest experience of my life. And, It's very possible that this comes out and people are like, nope, this is some hot garbage. But regardless, I feel like it's already successful because the experience Mm. of writing it was so worth it. And I have never been in more pain in my life, not heartbreak, not losing someone, than when I have left a story buried inside of me or a dream buried inside of me because you have to shut off a part of yourself in order to do that and to deny that dream. Yeah, and you have to also not listen to yourself. Yeah. And I feel like when you don't listen to yourself in that way, you break your trust with yourself. And I feel like self-trust and listening to yourself is like the building blocks of this like theoretical self-love that people just like talk about like it's so far out of reach. Like it's like, no, it's literally like building that trust muscle with yourself and like being like, I know I can trust myself because I'm going to show up and listen. And I had this moment last night, honestly, I was on my floor and I was being really mean to myself and was like, this is going to be the worst piece of art to ever grace planet Earth. And it's better that you just don't let it come out because an unreleased unknown is better than, you know, a released failure. And I sat there and I was like, shh, I'm not leaving you. Like, Mm. it's okay. We're just going to do this one step at a time, but we are going to do this. Yeah. And that is when I have built the most trust in myself. Wow. That is like, thanks for sharing that moment with us also, because that seems like a very like personal moment that you had last. That's crazy that it was last night. And then today it's on pre-order. Yeah. And I didn't know that. But of course, my body's like, "Eh." but it doesn't matter. It's it's the ability to self-soothe as an artist is so important because, you know, the world isn't always going to validate your work. Eventually Mm. they'll catch up, but you really have to be the one to do it. Like, you're not going to get a note from the principal's office saying you are an artist now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And especially when you are doing something at the forefront where you are creating really complex characters that are very real and pushing the limits when categorizing, you know, your art and making it uncategorizable. That's not even a word, but we're making it a word. Like when you're doing that, I feel like it's literally bravery. Like, it's bravery. And of course, you're going to have those moments right at the precipice. Like, of course, like, last night you had this moment, but today it's on pre-order. Like, it's right at those, like, threshold crossing moments that it gets, like, the most tough. And then, 
like the inner critic gets the loudest and if you can just get through that like threshold it does I feel like for me personally I can't speak for everyone but for me personally I feel like every time I cross that threshold like I remember earlier in January my first time coming to Spotify and having my first guest here meeting everyone like the night before was like the worst anxiety the worst imposter syndrome the worst inner critic like at the precipice at the threshold and then you know it doesn't completely go away but it does get easier I think after that like this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and you know what I hate about the new year I know that's aggressive but I actually hate that we think that we need to be new people new year new you put on all these habits that don't fit your current lifestyle that don't feel like you be somebody else and then you'll feel good enough no the key is to be more you in the new year and therapy helps you find your strength so you can lean into what already feels good to you and you can ditch the extreme resolutions that literally never work you can make changes that really stick when you lean into what you truly intuitively want and your strengths in this lifetime so if you're thinking of starting therapy a try because therapy just holds you so accountable in this process and you get to realize you are good enough you don't have to do be or achieve anything to be good enough i would give better help a try it's entirely online which we love designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule all you got to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge so Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash skinny dipping today to get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash skinny dipping to get off, to get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp because why not give therapy a go? It is so helpful and you'll love it. Let's get back to the episode. It just becomes possible. Yeah. You know, it's not There's nothing easy about creating a podcast and showing up and going and getting guests and like curating these really authentic conversations. There's nothing easy about gluing your ass to a chair for eight hours and deciding to play imaginary games, basically, (laughs) and turn it into a book. Like, yeah, anything that matters isn't easy, whether that's love or art. It's just, yeah, every step you take, it becomes more possible. Yeah. And it's almost like the acceptance that it's not going to be easy. I think people assume, oh, if this is my dream, then it should feel super easy and should should feel super effortless. And it's like a part of it does. But then when it's your dreams and when it's what you're meant to do, it becomes a lot scarier. So in that fear, there is going to be that extra resistance you know I don't I think for us to assume if it's my dream if I really want it then it'll be easy I think that's just I think that set, doesn't set us up for success when showing up for ourselves knowing that it's probably going to be uncomfortable it's probably going to be scary it's probably going to have lots of resistance in the process there's going to be lots of moments of self-soothing like you had I think actually knowing that accepting that and understanding that makes the process easier because then when you're m- met with those moments of resistance you're not like oh my god something's wrong it's like oh my God, something's right. This is exactly what's supposed to be happening. Like there's um, this girl, I'm from Maui, Hawaii. I don't know if you knew that. Um, But there's this girl from Maui. Her name's Lily Mayola. And she was just on, um, she got like the golden buzzer on America's Got Talent or whatever. So very big because she's a Maui girl. And she's this song called Daydream. And it's like, don't quit your daydream. It's a life that you're making. It ain't big enough if it doesn't scare the hell out of you. And that's how I feel about dreams. Like, 
if it's not fucking scary, like if it's your dream, like it's supposed to be scary. And the bravery is like doing it anyway. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, I do see a lot of content of alignment and let the river carry you and, you know, kind of the more Abraham Hicks teachings. But for me, the book always felt right. It always felt right to write it, but it was never effortless. Mm, Anything that I've ever gotten that's meaningful to me, whether that's a relationship or birthing a dream into the world, has not been effortless. It's been a dance. You know, I'm dancing with life, but I'm equal parts a partner and I have to show up and stay in real time with it and I have to do the work. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of people, they don't realize that like making a dream come true is not the girl in the red dress. It's not a sexy experience. It's actually (laughs) awkward and sweaty and you're stumbling through it and there's a hell of a lot of rejection along the way. But oh my God, (laughs) when you have that moment, Mm -hmm. that's why we're here. Yeah, to have those moments. Yeah, To also be like, I did this. I did this. Like, you fucking did this. Yeah. When is it going to come out? Uh, Last week of February. That's really exciting. I'm like, would you read us something? I'm going to read this quote because I feel like it goes with what we're talking about. Okay. Um, And this is the main character's best friend talking. Okay, who is the main character? Uh, Her name's Zaya. Zaya. Yeah. I love that. Her best friend's name is Hiro, so. Okay. It takes courage to dream in a world that is barely surviving. It's far easier to think of all the worst-case scenarios so that you'll be prepared for loss and suffering. You'll be right about the world being cruel and unforgiving. Perhaps it will ease the pain if you're prepared. This is a fallacy. It is a risk to love. It is a risk to dream. And hope is never a fool's errand. Whoa. (laughs) Wait, can we read it again? Yeah. I'm sorry, because I just, like, you know when you need to soak it in? Yeah. Like, I want to hear it, and then I want to hear it again. (laughs) That was so beautiful. Okay. Of course. Okay. It takes courage to dream in a world that is barely surviving. It's far easier to think of all the worst-case scenarios so that you'll be prepared for loss and suffering. You'll be right about the world being cruel and unforgiving. Perhaps it will ease the pain if you're prepared. This is a fallacy. It is a risk to love. It is a risk to dream. And hope is never a fool's errand. Wow. That's literally exactly what we're talking about. Like, knowing... I love what you said about bringing a dream to life or a relationship being you know, not, not, not difficult. That's not the word that I want to use, but just being like a fucking journey. And I love that you said that. Cause that's how I also feel. It's like in my work, but also in my connections with people, I find are some of the most challenging things to navigate. And it's almost to assume that, I don't know, everything is going to be bright and dandy. Do you feel like, I mean, obviously that's the character writing it, but do you personally feel or speaking that that's a character speaking that, but do you personally feel that knowing that things get hard makes it easier? I feel like understanding that life is a really challenging and beautiful and heartbreaking and magical journey. And there are times that you're falling in love and there are times that you're drowning in loss and there are times that your dreams are coming true and there are times that your dreams are crumbling and to embrace every single facet of it, that's the human experience. And so for me, I look at the things that make me feel immortal for a second, and it's love and art and faith. Yeah. And all of those things have brought the most difficult challenges and demanded the most of me, but they're the most worthwhile. 
I literally have nothing to say. That was so beautiful. Oh. Like, you've left me speechless. Okay, great. <laughs> no, uh, no, in an amazing way. I'm not usually speechless. So, like, that just, like, I don't. Even, that was just so beautiful. Thank I can't you. wait to listen to that back over and over again because that's how I feel, too. Those are the things that make me feel alive. Those are the things that make me feel. I love that you use the word immortal. Yeah. And and what, what would Zaya, is that her name? Yeah. What would Zaya say about that? I mean, her greatest character trait that I admire the most is her courage Mm. it's the kind of courage I hope to have someday so I think for her it's like she's gonna keep going and hold on till the rails fall off no (laughs) matter what I love that inspiring to be Zaya I cannot wait to read your book I'm 100% reading your book I'm committing to it right now I don't really even read fiction that much but I'm like I have to because I feel like I'm so attracted to the complexities of it like that's what I feel so attracted to about even and also the writing the fact that you're also a poet, I feel like, comes through in your writing. Yeah, so every chapter starts with a poem from a different character. So I tried to weave that in because it's definitely a random jump from me as a poet to me as a fantasy author. <laughs> so you're like, let's like... I'm like, here, this is my compromise publisher. I hope you're happy. <laughs> oh, because they were like, we want you to be a poet. And you're like, I don't want to do a poetry book. I want to do... A, what, what is it called? YA? Young adult? Is that it? Yeah, or- it's young adult fantasy, but it yeah. starts off dystopian. So like I said, it's hard to, to categorize, but just read it perfect (laughs) yes as as it should be like I feel like art should be hard to categorize that's my favorite type of art is one that I can't put into a box I don't want to put it into a fucking box I don't want anyone to put me into a box I know I hate when I have to put my podcast like under a um under a a title and I have to put it under education I'm like are you kidding me (laughs) right because it's so so the antithesis of marketing (laughs) which is like be super niche and da 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 and I'm like but but why? <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, normalize not being niche. I, yeah. I, I will never be niche. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate having to like conceptualize something that you can feel. Yeah. Like you can only feel it. Like when you read that, when I listen to that, it's something I can't even explain. It's only something that I can feel. And I think that is true powerful art. And I hope everyone is so excited to read it. I'm sure we just got so many people hyped to read your book. Thank you. I'm so excited. It. Where can everyone like find you and find the book? On Instagram, I'm Allie Michelle L. The book is available on Thought Catalog and the, it's linked in my bio too. It's called okay. Legends of Lemuria. Legends of Lemuria. Is it based in Lemuria? So I lived in Kauai for five years. And so a lot of yes. the land is kind of loosely based off of Lemuria and Hawaii and all the legends that I learned while I lived there. I didn't know you lived in Kauai. Wait, that's literally yeah. so cool. I was in Wainiha. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, how long ago? Oh, I moved back two years ago. Okay. Yeah. So five years is a lot though. to 24. Yeah. Kauai is literally the most beautiful place on earth. That's on so cool. Earth. And it is like, they do say it is the last like ancient remnant of Lumeria. Yeah. Correct? I don't know too much about that. I'm not no, going to lie. That, but... that, that was the legend. And so I started consulting all the aunties there and I was like, hey, what can you tell me about this place? Yeah. Yeah. And that's like kind of woven into the story. Yes. Yeah. So it starts wow. off like, honestly, the way our world is now is this kind of crumbling dystopia. And then she winds up finding a map that leads to an actual fantasy realm called wow. Lumeria, which... There you go. It has dragons and assassins and two princes that try to win her heart. So it has a little bit of everything. I'm so excited. Ali, I'm so fucking excited. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on today. And thanks for having just an off the bat convo about everything. I think this isn't what I expected in the best way possible. 
Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how it should always be. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, universe, surprise me. Spirit, surprise me. Like, I love it. Yeah. What's one last little thing that you just want to say? What? That's like so weird that I asked you that question. What do you want to say right now? That, that's really? the recurring question I'm noticing. Um, just that the art will save you. Mm. I have found more than any healer or teacher or tool creating something and turning my pain into something beautiful that other people can see themselves in has always brought me home. So, wow. Thank yeah. you. Yay. Thank you. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for Skinny Dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com skinny50 and use code skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kints. Go to kints.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kints.com slash skinny dipping.